Community Church, welcome to our Sunday morning online gathering together. It's great to be here. You know, for me, in this kind of blur of, of lockdown and everything else that's going on, to, to see the stability of being able to gather together is just something that really uh, brings joy to me. And so it's great to be online knowing we've got others from our community that are gathering together in this moment. We're live together, um, worshipping Jesus, uh, seeking him. And I just want to read to you before we start anything, just read to you Psalm 105. I was just reading this this morning in my own uh, just my own quiet time. I just I just read these verses and it just it just made me want to rejoice. It said, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his presence continually. Just I just claimed that promise this morning as I as I just thought, you know, it says here um, uh, that seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord, that the heart rejoice. You may be feeling really like kind of foggy this morning maybe you're feeling like you know I, I just I'm, I'm not in the mood this morning or maybe you're just feeling like this whole lockdown thing is just getting a little bit too much it's the promises that our hearts will rejoice when we seek the Lord so we're gonna seek God right now together in our singing as we gather around his word just being online for others to join in that are maybe part of our community if you're visiting online and you just jumped in then uh, Please just spend some time with us. Great to have you with us. Um, and and as, as we seek him, our hearts will rejoice. That's God's promise. And so we're going to start this morning as we ended last week. We're going to play the video of our worship team that have been so creative and spent uh, so much time putting together this video of worship for us uh, around the song, The Goodness of God, uh, all from their own homes, putting this together. There's no backing track. They've done this all themselves. So we're just going to uh, start our worship this morning with this video. So let's stand up. Let's shake off the dust. Let's worship God. Let's raise our hands. Let's start to sing out to him about the goodness of God as we watch this video. Breath. 
this morning. God is good. Great. 
like you You are worth the awful praise It's you we worship Jesus We exalt you King of Kings King of Kings Majesty of heaven living in me, gentle Savior, closest friend, strong deliverer, beginning and end, all within me falls at your throne. There's power in the name. 
of Jesus we're covered by his blood how great thou art all sufficient God of creation, there at the start, before the beginning of time. With no points of reference, you spoke to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of life. as you speak a hundred billion galaxies are born in the vapor of your death the planets 
stars were made to worship so will I you can see your heart in everything you've made every burning star a signal fire of grace creation sings your praises so will I of your promise you don't speak in vain no syllable empty your voice but once you have spoken all nature and science follow the sound of your voice you speak a hundred billion creatures catch your breath evolving in pursuit of what you said it all reveals your nature so alive I can see your heart in everything Every painted sky, a canvas of your grace. Creation still obeys you, so will I. So will I. We worship you, God of the ages. How awesome. You're so awesome. The stars were made to worship so alive. The mountains bow in reverence so alive. The oceans roar your greatness so alive. For if everything exists to lift you high, so will I. If the wind goes where you send it, so will I. If the rocks cry out in silence, so will I. The summer fall, our praises still fall shy. And we'll sing again a hundred billion You chased down my heart through all of my failure and pride. I 
on a hill you created the light of the world abandoned in darkness to die and as you speak a hundred billion failures disappear where you lost your life so I could find it here. If you left the grave behind you, so will I. I can see your heart in everything you've done. Every part designed in a work of art called you gladly chose surrender, so will I. I can see your heart a billion different ways. Every precious one, a child you died to save. If you gave your life to love, and so Would again a hundred billion times But what measure could amount to your design You're the one who never leaves the one behind See your heart a billion different ways. Every precious one, a child you died to save. If you gave your life to love them, so will I. But you would again a hundred billion times. measure could amount to your desire the one who never leaves the one behind thank you thank you and just as we're worshiping there just a came into me from a book that I read a number of years ago and it was just for the audience of one that was the phrase that came into my head for the audience of one and I'm sat there going oh what does that mean and it's like I'm, I'm struggling with all this kind of we're together but we're not we're gathered but we're scattered I'm singing but I'm not I'm listening I'm engaging and and I just felt like God said, who's your audience? I'm your audience. There are, there are waves that crash in the world that no human being could ever see. There are trees that live and die and no one has ever witnessed them. And still they fulfill their purpose in, in giving glory to God because he has seen them. Creation cries this song of worship. I remember hearing some stories of celebrities who um, she, this one celebrity would gather 
all of her friends, celebrity friends from her house to her house. And over the time of her career, she used to record the sound of the applause of the audience that she would get at the end of her presentations and her performances. And as these famous friends would gather, she would play those recordings to her friends just to show the applause that she got. Another, another thing I was reading was um, uh, a celebrity who will remain nameless. They've got a document that whenever they sign up to a film, they were they, they have certain demands that are thousands of pounds a week in unaccountable expenses that they can spend. They have three nannies, two assistants, the presidential suite, first class travel, deluxe motorhome, they get to the right to keep all of the jewellery and the and the wardrobe and everything that's been given during that film and used on that film. They make sure that their face is the biggest on the picture um, of any promotion and their name has to be the front and the centre. And I'm reading it, I'm thinking, what is our worship for? And I'm, I'm just sat here and I'm thinking, I've got, it, I've got it caught up about me and it's about him. And whether I'm with you or not, I can sing and worship and lift his name and praise him. And I wanna encourage you right now. We get to lift our voice and worship for the audience of one, the one who it's for, the one that it's about. We can't do that physically together right now. Alan's doing what an amazing job our worship team doing, Alan this morning in leading us in song. But you know what I wanna do right now? Is we're gonna turn off all our videos. Alan's just gonna play. And we're just gonna worship for the audience of one. Not, not because anybody can see us, not because anybody can see what's happening and, and how high our hands are raised and what we do. We're worshiping for the audience of one. So just for a few minutes, just bring yourself, maybe your family, just choose to worship for the audience of one. Just pray together as a family. we're going to turn our screens off because we're not going to be seen we're just going to worship for the just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required 
You're such much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship When it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. King of endless world. No one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours, every single breath. I'll bring you more than a song for a song in it. It's not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship When it's all about you Just as um, you've been singing and worshipping and giving delight and uh, thanks to the God in whom rules over all things, I, I, I'm drawn to the book of Hebrews and this uh, the writer, we don't know who it is, but they're captivated by the supremacy and the majesty and the splendor of Jesus and the one who reigns above all things. Um, he, he, he's described as the great high priest, the one who mediates between God and man. He, he was the only one who was ever able to do that. And so uh, here we have this encouragement in, in verse uh, chapter 4, verse 16. It says, Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need and so today I, I don't know what your need is I, I, you may 
you may be suffering with sickness in your body you may be um, you may be anxious you may be worried you may be concerned with all manner of things and and uh, the encouragement today is that we don't serve a God who is far off who is absent that is some abstract um, theology or thought but a person one who is real one who uh, came and dwelt among his creation and now sits at the right hand of God and he is accessible to us he is made himself available to us and so today uh, you can receive grace and mercy and forgiveness and healing and hope and life uh, and, and so my uh, my encouragement to you today is we, Alan just maybe continues to play for play for a few moments is to is to come to Jesus the sovereign one the all powerful one the the one who holds all things in the palm of his hands who is worthy of praise and adoration um, just because he is not for any other reason other than he is God and he is sovereign and he is Lord. And so he, he is the one who laid his life down for you and for me. He's the one who took it up again so that we might know the life of and fullness of life in him. And today, today, approach him, come to him, uh, trust him, receive from him in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, we pray for those that need a touch from you right now. What Ian has just shared. We just pray your spirit would fall right now. Spirit of God, will you fall into the lives of those that are watching this right now? Maybe even on demand, we're praying right now in this moment. Lord, your spirit can do something uh, now that is for someone that might be watching this in days to come. Those that have just stumbled across this. Oh God, will you do something now? Just as Ian was reading the words that jumped out. Draw near. Let us then with confidence draw near. I just think that song that we've sang that Alan's just led us in, I think God's doing something in that. I think for some there's a there's a call of God, draw near. Come back. You're not too far gone. Draw near with confidence, not in who you are, but actually in who he is. Draw near. Draw near with your needs. He'll meet them. He'll reframe them. He'll put them back in perspective in view of who he is. Draw near with your sin and all the stuff that draws you away from him. Bring it. Draw near with your, your sickness and your frailty and your brokenness. Draw near in as much as you wanted to run away. Draw near. Not for the sake of anybody else. Not, not because we're in a group and in a room and it's emotional and everybody's watching each other, but because you're on your own and it's for the audience of one. Because it's about your heart. 
and surrendering to him. You know, I just I just sense in this moment that God might actually just bring some delight into your life, some peace for those that are struggling, some health for those that are sick, not because it needs to be promoted and shouted from the rooftops, but actually it's just for you because he delights in you and he pleasures in you. I was on a run this week and I just was reflecting on all of the the, the stuff we've been looking at about the postures of worship and I just felt God say that there's some that um, worship is painful that's the phrase I got worship is painful and I, I didn't I was like maybe that's like raising of hand sore shoulder if it is then you know I'm going to pray right now that God will heal you completely of that which brings you discomfort when you physically try and worship him when we're singing and in our worship time but I also wonder whether it's a wound that God's wanting to heal as you give your life in worship it's hindered because of something that you've experienced a harsh word over your life an experience something you've been through that god wants to bring healing right now and he's, he's got it for you in this moment it's between you and him because it's precious for the audience of one for his pleasure in seeing you as his children being made whole we get to celebrate and share that testimony and rejoice in that publicly but right now in this moment god i just pray as we wait on you pour out your spirit of healing or those wounds deep down lord as i was on that run i just sensed it was yes physical pain as we as we sing and declare and raise our hands and we dance and the stuff that we love that we the movement is restricted physically because of something like i just encourage you to put your hand on that that part now that that is is in pain and just just pray god's kingdom god's kingdom that is both now and not yet but we pray into the now we pray his not yet kingdom where everything is whole everything is perfect there is no pain there is no discomfort we pray that kingdom into the here and now you flood bodies flood minds physical healing now is what we ask for in Jesus name but also soul healing that that wholeness of who we are that's been wounded and marred by whatever we've been through and experienced but I just ask right now you just bring into people's minds the cause of that just as we we pause in this moment I, I, as I'm praying I get the word bereavement some are grieving a bereavement feeling let down separated God will you heal that wound you're our comfort desertion where someone has committed to us and then left or will you draw near right now I just wonder if God's sharing something with you. Alan's just going to keep playing. We, we may just hijack this morning and do something completely different. We've got some thoughts around Psalm 1, but we also prayed. I prayed deliberately that before we gathered online together, God, we've made some plans. And if that's what your spirit has got in store, then that's what we'll go with. But if you do something else, we'll pursue that. Give us ears to listen to what you're doing. So we'll, we'll just see what happens. But if, if you just sense God is sharing, maybe right now as you're praying for yourself and uh, healing and uh, physical and everything else, Lord, if you're experiencing something of that and there's a healing, God, just share it in the chat. If you want private prayer, then send your requests in and we're praying for you right now.
let's just see what God wants to do in this moment. together some of what's been shared this week and some of what's being shared online just encourage you what God seems to be speaking in and, and you can keep playing it's going to be a moment of worship where we're just thanking God for what he's doing and what he's saying and um, I see that some have uh, shared some scriptures Luke 9 who wants to be my disciple deny themselves take up the cross follow me engrave you on the palm of my hands as I 49 Hebrews 12, 11, for the moment of all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields a peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. I uh, had, had a word this week from Joe in our church who just said the word mara, which is, um, for those that know the book of Ruth, it's uh, a bitterness. It's where she renames herself bitterness. Uh, and she just wrote that this season has felt like mara. It's felt like bitterness for some. She likens it to the season of lockdown, but I wonder if it goes beyond just the season of life that people feel they can't get out of, they've been trapped in. This time of confinement has been a foundational season, she sensed God is saying. Bricks are being laid, sometimes pushing down hard, but it's for a reason, to build a firm foundation. We can get bitter when things seem tough. 
we start to praise him and thank him now for what he's doing. A pleasant, painful experience of knowing that God is doing something in your life. God is, is working in and through the experiences that you're in right now. building something another psalm, uh, another passage that Renato shared which was Acts 27 where Paul is um, a prisoner being taken on this ship and uh, he says to the guys don't go that way because just don't we need to stop and they ignore him and they end up in a storm and it's just a great picture just the storm of this life and the words of hope that Paul brings in those moments the storm that you're in what God's doing in and through that fix our gaze on him word roots is coming up we were going to look at psalm one i think we may do just for a few brief moments just psalm one allow your roots to go deep down he will strengthen you and sustain you with life-giving water that you can draw up and drink deeply from tree roots raising from the surface become all knobbly if we're not looking we can trip over them the roots that go deep down really serve a purpose depending on what they're going into Psalm 1, I'm going to invite Ian in just to come. We're going to share really briefly, we've got five minutes probably, just to share Psalm 1. Uh, so much we could speak into. Alan, you can keep playing and it's going to be one of those mornings, I think, where we're just going to see what we get into and what happens. But Psalm 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And this thing about a tree, it says, he's like a tree planted by streams. It yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither in all that he does he prospers the wicked are not so but they are like chaff that the wind drives away therefore the wicked will not stand in judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish i just think this picture of these paths we've just been singing coming back to the heart of worship we see this picture of blessed is the man who does not walk in this path mm. yeah yeah, I mean, absolutely, John. I think there's choice, isn't there, isn't this point? And, you know, it doesn't just happen. I think there's an intentional action uh, that we, we need to take and we choose. You know, this is the beauty, isn't it, of the God that we serve. He never fought himself on anybody. And yet we see the, the unfolding benefits of walking the path of righteousness, the path that is... Uh, often the narrow way and uh, you know the, the deep way uh, but it is the uh, it, it's the it's the, the the path that bears the most fruitfulness and uh, joy and, and life and I, I can't get away from this we, we get to choose really where we're going to be planted yeah absolutely for me it's this it says blessed is the man I just love that word just blessed it's, it's being happy it's being joyous in life and it says who does not walk it starts by saying this is this is not how to get blessing uh, yeah, you know th this concept of um, who you're walking with, who you're standing alongside. Is, uh, there's a song I think by Casting Crowns that speaks into this song about a slow fade. Mm. That we make choices, small little choices, that cause us to walk off path, to stand and, and and talk with those that aren't helping us, and to listen and 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 sit, be intimate with things that aren't going to draw us towards Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that aren't going to cause us to abide in Him. And it's this slow. It's like we don't fall off that path one day. We kind of go right. I'm going to join. I'm going to go jump on that path. That's you know, perhaps that does happen. But I want to suggest actually more. What is common is we make one little choice here, one little choice there, and before we know it, 
we're in a place where we feel like there's no way back we feel like we can't get out of this we can't get off this path and it's been a slow stepping towards that and, and jesus redefines blessing uh, you know from this from this point of view he said in, in the psalms god's saying that blessed speaking through the psalm right saying blessed is the man and i think in jesus we find one who says um, blessing isn't when you get what you think you need blessing isn't getting the life that you think is going to make you happy blessed is defined by getting really close to jesus yeah and discovering who he is and spending time intimately with him yeah no absolutely john and i think this um this sense of uh, understanding and defining what happiness is 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 very much dependent upon uh the values that we hold and what do we hold dear and and what what are we comparing our our happiness and our joy to? And, and you know, elsewhere in the Psalms, you know, it, it seems like the writers go, "Why is it the wicked seem to prosper?" You know, and it's like, well, if you, if that's the worldview, if that's if that's the the value system that you hold, then it's going to be, oh, well, yeah, they they do. So why not go that path? Um, but actually, if if we've encountered Jesus and tasted and seen that He is good. Uh, then all the, the the worldview, our thoughts, our value systems begin to shift and change, and therefore, to know no happiness, to know blessing and joy is is to be found and to, in Him, and to be content in all things, whether we have much or have little. It's this sense of of knowing Him and dwelling in relationship with Him in truth that is the defining point of our our, our blessedness, if you like. Yeah, because it says, it says actually the blessing comes as we delight in the law of the Lord and on his law we meditate day and night. This concept of the law not just being the, the written scripture, the scripture is what reveals who God is. Um, you know, and we, we see his nature and his character and who he is as we engage with God. So this is about getting to know him and meditate. The same word that she's there, I was reading this uh, this week, but the same word that she's meditate there is one from i think it's isaiah 34 or 33 uh, 34 maybe it talks about a lion growling over its pr- over its prey you know we've all been there when you try and take a bone off a dog and he's like don't come anywhere I'm, this is mine and i'm chewing on it and yeah. and uh, that that's what it's like just spending that time in the presence of god just saying i want to know you more i want to experience who you are and, and i'm going to fight for that uh, and 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 so often i was sharing with you before and i want to share this just to encourage people this week um so often it can feel like a duty i want to encourage you and say if you feel like spending time with god is a duty and doing the stuff that you know you should in order to be close to him feels like a duty as a welcome to the club it's been it's been me this week i i had a moment this week where i was sitting down i was like right quiet time with god first thing in the morning um and i was i was wanting to be with him and um i don't tend to try and use my phone but lockdown has kind of thrown things up a little bit and getting up early i tend to wake the kids up as well so i've been doing it whilst in bed with my phone and um i don't tend to engage with the news before midday because i get distracted and just downcast by it but for some reason i swiped left on my phone and it's got headlines and there was some rubbish celebrity gossip um that caught my attention and I'm just like, put it out there. I'm not as holy as people think I am. Uh, or maybe I am as holy as everybody expects me to be. And I got caught up by celebrity. I can't even remember what it was. And I'm reading it and it's just rubbish. And um, I, I, then at the bottom, it says, whatever happened to Christopher Lloyd? I'm like, that's a great question. Whatever. Like, you know, I love Back to the Future. Just a great, you know, best films ever made. <laughs> Lord, what happened to him? He's dying. I've not heard from him for ages. Films. So I click on it and it's one of these. What's it, what's it called, Phil? Uh, what's it called, Ian? You got done by clickbait, didn't you? I got you? done by clickbait. 
So I click on it and it's one of these pictures of Christopher Lloyd with a random paragraph underneath and this is next page. So I click on it and like, and it's saying like the next page will tell you everything that's happened to Christopher Lloyd since Back to the Future. And then there's another paragraph with just a load of rubbish on it and it's next page. So I'm, I'm there and I'm clicking and I get through like 10 pages of supposedly all this gossip and nothing. Didn't tell me anything. 20 minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. Did I want to read God's Word after that? No. Yeah. You know why? Uh, yeah. We've got someone in our yeah. connect group who's fasting or abstaining from sugar this week. And it just brought that to mind of like, I can engage with stuff that's too sweet. Like it's going to satisfy me like sugar, but actually it's not going to do me any good. And, and that we can engage with stuff that draws us away and it feels sweet. It feels good. But actually, long term, it is not going to do anything good for us. Is that when, I, when I've consumed all that sweet and all that chocolate, do I want to go back and eat a salad? Not a chance. When I've when I've consumed the sweetness of mass media that grabs my attention, there's like a dessert platter in front of me. Do I want to go back and feast on salad that I know is good for me? No. But actually, we need to like detox off that stuff. And I'm realizing now every time I come to God's word, I need to like go, God, you've got to take the, the saccharine sugar that this world gives me that I think satisfies me. Take that away because I know here in you is what I really need. Does it feel like a duty? Yeah, just to start with, but let me tell you, when you get the taste of it, there is a delight that comes that gives you satisfaction and fills you and sustains you through life, no matter what happens. And for me, that's what this Psalm is like. And it, it says then there's gonna be a, it's like a tree planted, well-nourished, there's, there's fruit. Ian, do you want to share anything just before we share a couple of things that the church have given in on this this week? Yeah, I, th I think the um, it, that that idea of rooted is picked up by the Apostle Paul in his writing to uh, to the Ephesian church and, and to the, the church in Colossae. He, he he's his encouragement, his prayers were that they might be rooted and established, uh, and and so the this connect we can't be rooted and established aside from God's word and God's truth. It's the thing that anchors us. And so that, you know, I think what you said there, John, about that call and uh, invitation to, to meditate and to chew on God's word is that which allows our roots to go deep. So actually, when stuff comes its way, because it's not it, not if, it's when, uh, you know, stuff always comes. And we are, are, are rooted and anchored in him. And uh, there's a season, isn't there? This, you know, this psalm talks about the seasons, bear fruit in season. Sometimes it's we're more fruitful than others. Sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes we just feel like it's uh, our, 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 the the leaves are, are, are dead and dying and dropping off, and there's not no fruit. But it, that doesn't affect the roots, you know, unless it's really well, you know, unless it's really shallow rooted. It's because the the source is God's truth and God's life, and so there's these seasons I think that we go through. And, uh, you know, somebody mentioned, didn't they, from uh, Hebrews about the discipline of God, the, the pruning of God, actually, that enables us to bear more fruit in, in due season. And, and so whatever the season people are in at this moment, they might feel like they're, they're you know, they're, they're, the tree of their life really is blossoming and blooming and, and flourishing and, and stepping into something. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Maybe, maybe there's others who just feel like it's a little bit dry. Um, my encouragement whether you're in plenty or in the seeming lack dig into god's word and allow the truth of of who he is and his invitation and his life to nourish the very depth of your your innermost being and being yeah. be rooted in him
Uh, that, that's for me is where we where we need to see what God is saying this morning of coming back to the heart of worship. What are your roots going into? And that 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 picture of a path and picture of the roots. Where are your roots going into? Because that will determine the health of the tree, which is your life. Yeah. Uh, we've we've got a, a word that Jess shared. Uh, this this gathering around Psalm one has been something that has been brought in by our church. Somebody shared this uh, psalm with me. I think it was somebody that's uh, you know just was praying and just shared Psalm one and said just keeps coming back to me i shared that with some of the people in our worship and creative arts team and they uh, becky we're going to play a song that she wrote in response to this in a few moments and also wrapped up in all of that outside of that was jess just got this picture that she felt god was sharing with us as a church around the tree and fruit and so we just felt we wanted to speak into this um just as you the church all of us together have sensed god speaking so i just wonder if, if we feel could you just play that video of jess sharing her word the other night as I was heading off to sleep, I was thinking of my day and what the next day might look like. And I was given a really clear picture of an orange segment. And it stood out to me because it was really juicy, really vibrant and really plump. Needless to say that I was wide awake at this point and I was asking God what this meant. I started to read about the orange tree. I was surprised to learn that each part of the tree is used. Um, the obvious things like the pulp, the peel and blossom to the not so obvious, the leaves and the wood. It appeared that nothing was wasted with the orange tree. There was the sense that this represented the church, our church at OCC. Psalm 1 came to mind as I read this, of the tree being planted by streams of water, yielding fruit. Planted within the Holy Spirit and being fed and nurtured. The orange hanging on the tree joined many others. And I felt that this was individuals at OCC, a real sense that these oranges were growing, being prepared and being nurtured, that this time in particular was a poignant growing time for these oranges, that God was producing something delicious, attractive and Moorish. I felt that these really plump, juicy, vibrant and refreshing oranges will be squeezed and juiced, that the Holy Spirit would come from us in the most refreshing way juice that people haven't experienced before. For me, this really echoed what we've been discussing in Connect Group and what I was hearing on a Sunday morning about remaining in God. And I think it was said last Sunday, we should strive to remain in him. Let's pursue remaining so that we are shown to be his and he will be glorified. So good. Let's pursue in remaining. I think there's a word for today, coming back to the heart of worship, our lives being for the audience of one, uh, pursue in remaining in him, um, let our roots go deep down. Uh, and sometimes that means we're going to need to spend a bit of time just coming away from the the stuff that we think satisfies, the way the world tells us that we're going to be satisfied, but ultimately it just doesn't. Uh, and we need to retaste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, I want to end this morning um, just by us listening together to a song. Uh, you know, what's been great to see is our church, the uh, creativity in our church uh, during this time of lockdown where people have been running to and uh, creatively just trying to express uh, worship to God and their heart to God. We're seeing songs being written and people getting creative. And if, if you want to send anything in, please do uh, contact me. Um, we just want to, if it's the words, pictures, if, you, if you've got the gift of, um, of hospitality and just 
making people feel loved. Guys, please, we've got people that are calling people throughout the week, pastoral team. Uh, we would love to release you into that, the giftings that God has in your life. Um, maybe you write poetry, paint pictures, whatever it is. Um, you know, you can make a meal and make the best meal for the glory of God. We can get that connected to other people that need those things. Uh, we're here for each other within the church, but beyond to love and bless our neighbours. Um, and so uh, please, we, we, we are so encouraged by what we're seeing. And part of that has been, uh, Becky has written this song in response to Psalm 1. And so we're going to end this, this morning's time together, just enjoying God's creativity and what he's given into Becky's life for, to bless us as a church. So guys, uh, just to encourage you, next week, we've got our catch up after church. So we're going to have our regular time online together. And then we can all jump on Zoom. We'll get that through the Connect groups. If you're not in a Connect group, please contact us. We'd love to see you on Zoom afterwards so we can see each other's faces. The mayhem and the joy of all of that together um, but we're, we're praying this week that we would know just what it is to come back to him uh, to, to live our lives for the audience of one for the glory of God that our roots would go deep down into him and we would remain strong no matter what the season because he is the nourishment that our souls need in order to live the life that he calls us to so please, just as we finish, just enjoy this song that Becky has written. It's going to bless each one of us, I know. Walk with him and know his ways. Rise and rest with his word awake each morning knowing that he has made you to live in step with him and he will keep the waters flowing and he will catch your fruit from falling and he will watch your beauty growing for he is breathing life in you so be like the tree planted by the waters be like the tree Sleep. 